0: Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Enterprise Doctor Business Show. My name is Mark Harris and I'm the Enterprise Doctor. I do mentoring and coaching for small businesses. And I'm really chuffed that I've got Cherry Healy on screen with me. I wish she was with me, but hey, you can't have everything she's on screen. Cherry Healy, you probably know as a broadcaster, lots of programs, including Inside the Factory. And we're talking today about the co-op. Which is something that I don't often do. So, first of all, welcome, Jerry. Really lovely to have you on my screen. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about the co-op? What's the big deal?
1: Well, it's seventy-five years since the co-op came into our life, and why that's so significant is it changed everything. So, pre nineteen forty-eight in order to get food into your home and get all the bits and the bobs that we need to live, you would write a list at home and you'd go and give it to your greengrocer and he would then go or she would then go into the back and get all your bits. And if you wanted to change your mind, if you wanted to see the back of the ingredients, if you were in a rush and you just need, you couldn't do that. That, But that's how everything was done. And then post-war, people are busy and they're working and they're trying to build up society again. And amazing trailblazing co-op did something revolutionary and they allowed people to go into the store and actually choose their own products. And not only could you browse, which at that time wasn't a thing. I mean, how the delights of mooching now, the delights of browsing now, they didn't exist. You know, I take it for granted that that you can just go and do that. But people were so confused by this that they had to have someone in <laughs> store telling them how it worked. They were like, no, you're actually allowed to touch the products. So you can turn them around. You can read the ingredients it gave people such freedom and such autonomy that they'd never known before and so it just feels fitting to celebrate this store that changed changed the way we buy things changed the way we shop changed the way we eat and has become a real loved staple of our high street absolutely
0: and being revolutionary being disruptive that's the posh word these days is not a new thing people have been disruptive for millennia and 75 years ago the co-op did that if we fast forward to now or at least more recent years the disruption in the supermarket sector if i can call it that food retailing whatever the posh phrase is has been huge with you know online shopping coming along and the likes of ocado delivering all sorts of other brands of stuff and and all sorts of innovation and disruption has the co-op been keeping up with that
1: yeah i mean they have been trailblazers from the very beginning they have an incredible app you can donate to local charities You can get involved in volunteer work. You can become a member and get special prices. And in Manchester, they're trialling deliveries with robots. So they've never stopped being pioneers of how we eat and how we shop. Um, They continue to do that. It's interesting that you say all that. The reason I say it's interesting
0: is because I didn't know any of that. And I just wonder whether maybe I'm not their target market or are they just not shouting about it from the rooftops
1: yet? Well, I think if you're someone like me that uses co-op every day, because my son's bus stop from school is right next to a fantastic <laughs> co-op in Shepherd's Bush, so I go there all the time. So I am familiar with it, and also pretty much everywhere I've lived, there's been a local co-op, and I've used it because I'm a I am I do not do great big shops because I I find that I I end up by wasting food, so I'm a, much more of a daily buy when you need it type of person so the co-op's just been part of my life forever and i've seen it evolve i've seen it change you've seen you know, i've seen them introduce automated checkouts and if you're like me and incredibly impatient sometimes you you know you don't want to natter you want to get on with it you know the reward cards the membership program all things like that i feel like they've always kept up with what's going on in the market
0: yeah And it is a hugely, hugely competitive market. One thing that, makes some people sad about that sector is, and I'll, I'll speak about a generality rather than a specific, but there's a lot less butchers out there, a lot less yeah. greengrocers, grocers, a lot less fishmongers because the supermarkets have, have taken over those markets. And I find it bizarre that you now go into a lot of supermarkets and there's the fishmonger bit and there's the butchers yeah. bit rather than just having an aisle with a, you know, somebody in a white apron and stuff. Do we think that's a good thing?
1: It's difficult because the the huge mammoth supermarkets do provide a service and for people who can only do that one shop if they're very rural, that's incredibly useful. I do think it's incredibly sad that we've lost those independent shop. That's one of the reasons I love to shop local. Personally, it's, it's, it's a good money saving thing for me. I don't waste food, I only buy what I need. And it means I can keep a track on that cash flow as well. And so it's more sustainable. But also I love, I love pottering along my high street. And I think if you don't use it, you lose it. I'm also lucky to live in an area where there are lots of independent shops along with the my co-op. So I think people, I think people cherish the high street more than ever before because during COVID, it was the one chance we were allowed to get out and see each other. And I think people, people's perception has shifted of how important, how valuable it is. And I think people are shopping local like never before.
0: Mm. Shopping has certainly changed. I, I, I know I live in Marlowe in Buckinghamshire. The High Street call. is. Yes, it is, thank you. Were you talking about Marlow or me?
1: Both. Or you, oh you so. complement each other. You fit. Marlow High Street
0: is usually bustling. Lots yeah. of coffee shops, lots yeah. of high-end shops, and, and a few shops that you would have thought that the supermarkets would have, if you'll forgive me saying so, killed off. Yeah. Um yeah, there are a couple of butchers and and that kind of stuff where do you think the sector is going you mentioned the robot delivery there i know have been trials of shops with no tills at all you just put stuff in basket and walk out and it charges your card there's talk of drone deliveries there's i think it's amazon and maybe some others who are sort of doing delivery within the hour particularly in your part of the world major cities rather than slightly more rural places like mine Where's it all going, do you think?
1: I think it will continue to diversify and I think it will continue to cater to people who shop in really different ways. So I'm never, ever going to be the kind of person who just does one big bog shop. It just doesn't suit my lifestyle. It doesn't suit my personality. I want a convenience store where I can talk to people, see people. But there are plenty of people who don't want to shop like that. I also love the idea of a robot delivering my shopping. There are times when I'm really busy and I've forgotten whipped cream and I need it. You know, I need that bottle of wine. My mum's coming over. You know, oh, gosh, I've forgotten the lasagna sheets again. You know, oh, I thought I had some. You know, so there there is a place for robot deliveries. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it really is. But those things can live side by side with each other, I think, really happily.
0: Yeah, I do think you're right i think that consumers generally in this sector and most sectors want stuff cheaper you know that we don't hear the phrase cost of living crisis very much these days but there's a lot of people still having a, a hard time out there so lower and lower prices can be driven by uh, better and better efficiencies and yeah, I'm sure a delivery robot costs quite a lot of money, but probably not as much as a delivery man and the van that 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 person. Sorry, or a delivery woman. That that so cutting down those costs, you know, doing away with the cashiers and having the certainly the option of doing it yourself. And I do see the real potential for that to just keep on going. That
1: innovation. Yeah, I think that 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 cost factor will always be a driving force of innovation. Absolutely. However, I also think people are taking more and more care over what they feed themselves. So I like to go into store and I want to see the fruit and veg. I want to be able to pick it. I want to see what's in season. I think I eat a lot healthier when I'm buying it myself. And then I know that that fruit and veg is delicious, and then I, you know, it's, it's also it's in your psyche, it's in your brain. You're like, oh yeah, I've got this great blueberries, so I might not snack. I might. I eat so much healthier when I buy regularly, and I buy in person. I make much much better choices. So I think mm. people are, you know, the the brilliant um, food doctor Tim Spector is always telling us to eat the rainbow. You know, people are taking supplements. They're thinking about their food. They're watching food programs. They're listening to food podcasts. Yes, cheap is good, and it's important for people who you know. It's important for our budgets, but I think people are also choosing health and and quality as well. It's important. I I I make sure that I buy the best, the best. If I'm going to buy meat, I buy the best I can afford, and if I'm buying fruit and veg, I buy the best that I can afford. And you don't need to eat like a king every day but uh, you know i think people are becoming much much more food savvy i
0: absolutely agree with the savviness the health angle is very important some people buy the cheapest because
1: that's absolutely and i've been in that place yeah and i've been in that place many many times but i think if you've got if you're able people are willing to spend a bit more of their disposable income on really incredible food absolutely just thinking about competition in the
0: sector Does Co-op qualify as one of the big ones these days? I would, I
1: would think so. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a household name. I think people have grown up with it; they love it, and I think you know it serves a lot of families. Uh, You know, a lot of families use that as their supermarket on a daily basis. Yes, it might not be that great, big megalith store, but those stores actually don't appeal to me because that's not how I shop, and I, you know, I. I'm I'm fortunate I live in a urban area so I'm able to get to those shops easily yes but I yeah I think it was definitely qualified as one of the big ones
0: I just wonder how supermarkets do compete with each other because broadly speaking they're all paying the same they've all got the same kinds of overheads for rents and stuff so I think it is it's about for me and I'm interested in your view just before we wrap up Mm. that it's it's about the brand image people yeah. buy from a supermarket that they associate with. Do you think that's 100%. that's one of the key boxes people need to tick?
1: 100%. So Co-op is my supermarket of choice because it has ethics, it has heart, it has community. You know, they look after the people that shop there. You've got members' prices. You know, you get your membership card and then they look after you. So. Um, if you have the app, you can go and donate to local charities, you can get involved in volunteer volunteer projects. It's a brand that I align with and I would rather spend my money there than anywhere else. Now, uh, don't get me wrong, but of course, uh, there are supermarkets we know that, you know, you are shimmied out that door as quick as they could possibly get you out that door. There's there's no little niceties and that's fine as well. That, that serves a particular customer. But if... You're a bit more of a kind of browsing, want to chat to people person like me and enjoy. I really enjoy the process of buying food. It's a real privilege to be able to fill a shopping basket up and choose what you want to eat and take it back to your home and feed your family. I love that whole process. It's like therapy. It's a beautiful part of the day and I do it after I've collected my son. So I don't want to go in and be screamed at about bulk buying and then pushed out the door as fast as they can get me out. I like the process and I want to see people. I don't want to yeah, be shout I, I don't want to be shouted at basically. <laughs> no, I get that.
0: And I think that quality of service is becoming much, yeah. much more important in all sorts of retail.
1: We've kind of come backwards, you know, I think there was a time when we got excited about, you know, the the hugeness and the value and uh, and it will actually it's it's too much like how how much stuff do you need what we need yeah. is we need values and we need community and we need a little interaction every day that feels really good and I think where you shop can make you feel rushed or it can make you feel happy and so I think yeah where people spend their money is changing I think
0: I think that's a, a good business philosophy. It goes across all sorts of businesses, and hopefully, people listening will be thinking about what their brand image is mm. and do people want to associate with them? Especially people in the commodity sector, because when it boils down to it, the Kellogg's corn flakes that the co-op sells are the same as the Kellogg's corn flakes that Waitrose sells. So it and and they're probably within a few p of the same price of each other. So it has to be about the experience. It has to yep. be about
1: the service. I agree, and providing a service for the community because like i say after the last couple of years i think we all understand that that is everything
0: brilliant jerry healy all-round superstar thank you so much it's it's been an immense pleasure what
1: great questions and i really really enjoyed that chat i really enjoyed it i was really
0: and i'm gonna leave that bit in the edit because that (laughs) makes me sound good
1: (laughs) no i thought that was really interesting thank you so much mark
0: Good, really my pleasure. You never know, we might talk again.
1: I really hope so, I really do. Good luck with everything you're doing.
0: Thank you, thank you for your time. Take care.